Before we jump into today's conversation, let's take a moment to acknowledge our amazing sponsor, the Academy of Therapy Wisdom. Oh my gosh, we love this platform. They're the place I go now for all my CEUs. Stay tuned for a special offer at the end of the show. Please join us for our next live online workshop, Integrating Mind and Heart, April 3rd through 6th of 2024. This is an experiential, active workshop designed to engage you in brain states that promote relational learning. If you want to get closer, say the things that usually go unspoken and trust each other and yourself. To get through the hard moments, this is the workshop for you. Go to whitestmypartner.com to learn more and register. Join us for our exciting new workshop, Integrating Mind and Heart, a brain-savvy workshop that transforms your relationships. It's this September 2023, and in this workshop, we'll help you explore what holds you stuck and to understand and experience how your wildly efficient brain moves fast to protect you when you sense danger. The skills and tools we cover in this workshop will help you develop practices that support your capacity to spend more time in those integrated states that promote relational connection. And when you put it all together, integrating all these new skills and practices will help you to explore more ease in your relationships, even in the sticky hard moments that can derail an evening, a week, or even an entire relationship. If you want to get closer, say the things that usually go unspoken and trust each other and yourself, this is the workshop for you. Learn more and register at whydoesmypartner.com slash events. Welcome to the Why Doesn't My Partner podcast. I'm Jules. I'm Vicki. And I'm Rebecca. We're your hosts, We're also couples therapists and messy humans bumbling through our own relationships every day. We met through our training and practice of relational life therapy. Between us, we have more than 40 years of experience holding hard relational questions with our clients. We're going to bring those questions here. And together, we're going to take a stab at answering those questions. This podcast is not a substitute for therapy. If something you hear in this episode stirs something deep within you about your relationship, reach out to a couples therapist in your area. We also love to hear your questions, so don't forget to go over to whydoesmypartner.com and leave us a question of your own. Here's today's question. Doesn't my partner want to go to therapy? Hmm. There are so many reasons for this one. It's awkward. It's intimate. It's vulnerable. It means something's wrong. You're being freaking controlling. Mm, yeah, controlling. Mm-hmm. You're making me go. Don't make me do this. Mm-hmm. It's resi- resistant to controlling is common. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. They don't see the same issue that you see. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Why do we need it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. It's expensive. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I don't right. want to invest in that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's, there's no, there's nothing wrong here. We're fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, like we can keep going with. I this. was going to say, there's a we lot can, of reasons. All of the <laughs> reasons. We just list the reasons, and then we'll like end the, this episode. Like we'll we should list the reasons. <laughs> <laughs> These are all the reasons your partner potentially does not want to go to therapy. And yeah, and <laughs> I really get all of that. <laughs> I didn't really want to. I was super resistant to therapy, so like. Oh, As right. a yeah, you I really were. I I was super resistant. Really so were. 
I was married before and in a really bad time. And I did end up going to therapy basically because I had tried literally everything else I could think of. I thought it was stupid. I got into a fight with my therapist about feelings and whether or not they were important because I thought the whole thing was dumb. And it was super awful. <laughs> you know, I mean, it totally saved my life and transformed my belief about what therapy is. And I ended up going to grad school and becoming a therapist because of this experience. And that doesn't take away that That's the first hard. like mm -hmm. three months was like basically me dragging myself there because I hated it. Three I hated months. the vulnerability of it. I hated, I'm very stubborn. I, <laughs> yeah, I was really stuck and very stubborn. So I just kept going, but, but it was not a pleasant experience, not in the beginning. Right. And I think couples therapy, having been both an individual and couples therapist for a lot of years now, I can say couples therapy is weird feeling. Mm -hmm. You've never sat there in a room and talked to a person, much less a stranger, about your problems before. So I totally get why it's a bit of a hard sell. Mm -hmm. The most intimate of your problems, like the deep get in there and find the thing that like keeps coming up over and over and over again. And that one, that's the one we're going to get really real about. Totally. Oh, yeah. God, that so usually has to do with like money or sex or kids or like cleaning yeah. or time or something or really important childhood trauma. Yeah. It, it's like, yeah. it's, it's yeah. the stuff that, that we don't want to sit with because we're, we're like conditioned to not like, you don't sit with the stuff. You kind mm -hmm. of brush it off and you keep going. You keep going. Mm -hmm. Well, and how many people out there, it, I love that you said childhood trauma, Rebecca, because how many people out there, two things, either don't believe they have any, which I think would mm -hmm. be rare. And two, even if they know that they had it, may not believe it's affecting them today, which then still gets us back to why do we need to go? Like, I don't see right. the reason to go. But childhood right. trauma is big. True, true story here. When I was um, starting to do a lot of my own trauma healing work, there was this brief conversation with my mother where she was like, oh, we don't have any of that. Right. So there's there's these... Um, just, just the ways that we're held and, and, and informed about, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. what is and what isn't, what does and what doesn't affect us. And not every, like the, the hard things that affect some of us don't necessarily affect others. Right. I, I love Jules, um, Bonnie Badenoch's definition of trauma, where so much of this is about the parts of the hard things that happen to you that you had support in digesting, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. What you didn't have to support to digest is the stuff that gets lodged in. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think about trauma. Uh, I guess I have a unusual definition of trauma in that I'm really looking at it as how memory sits and is accessed in your brain. So I'm thinking about when it comes up, does it come up in a way that's already metabolized and understood and part of your narrative flow and probably, yes, has support somewhere in that story? Or is it affecting you in ways you may not be aware of? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or is it coming up and you didn't actually know that that was what was coming up? Was these old learnings that were maybe black and white or really hard? 
Okay. Here they are. Yeah. I'm laughing because we were setting up a booster, an internet booster in the house last September. And I literally started to cry. (laughs) So when you say it comes up in ways you don't know, I looked at him and I said, he looked at me like I had 10 heads. And I said, I honestly don't know what this is about because clearly there's no rational, logical reason to cry when you're plugging in an internet booster. Totally. (laughs) And and that could have been hormones, but probably we'd call it adverse childhood experiences. Yes. So there's a lovely study for anybody who doesn't know called the ACEs study. And that stands for adverse childhood experiences. And what they found is that the health and social mm-hmm. outcomes for people who have a higher ACEs score is really significant. Yeah. And these are things that our culture doesn't normally um, classify as trauma. So like a parental divorce is actually right. on the list. I or can't think of other examples, right? Food scarcity is on the list. So there's lots of things that are on the list. If you don't know it, just go, just Google ACEs questions mm-hmm. and you'll, you'll see the, 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 uh, we'll put study. a link to it in the show notes. Yeah. We'll make yeah. it easy. And the higher the score, the, um, the, more likely of outcomes of like obesity and substance use and heart attacks. And mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. all sorts of di- all sorts a diverse issues. range mental of health mental yeah. health and relational health mm-hmm. and job health and uh, physical health consequences. And it's the first really huge study that's actually putting this um, in tracking this in a way that's helping us understand we're not making this up. Right. That these things right. that are happening early in us affect the ways we see the world. And we don't have to call it trauma. Well, if your partner does not think they are traumatized, I would not use the word trauma with them. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't be trying to convince them that he's wrong. No. All <laughs> the time. Like all the time. Losing no. strategy. Losing strategy. <laughs> Losing strategy. Losing strategy. <laughs> Right. No, but it could be, Hey, I want to make a relationship different or better or, um, uh, deeper. Right. Mm -hmm. And yes, there are things in our histories that may affect how our relationship is unfolding. Yes. We might look at those, right. That Mm -hmm. is part of therapy. I'm not going to lie to you guys. We're therapists. We do a lot of Looking back, back. we got we look back a lot. You know what? What strikes me though is that there we're talking about why doesn't my partner want to go to therapy, and we're not talking about what kind of therapy we're talking about here. Like, are we talking about couples therapy? Are we talking about individual therapy? Or are we talking about family therapy? Because there's so many different that's forms and models of therapy and. And different kinds of therapists, right? Like yes. maybe your partner doesn't want to go to therapy because they had a really shitty experience. Sorry, maybe I shouldn't. Curse. You can totally say that word. <laughs> so I can maybe- handle it. <laughs> <laughs> well, then good. We're fine. <laughs> right. But maybe, maybe they had a pretty awful experience yeah. and mm-hmm. that's why they don't want to go. And maybe they don't want to go because for them, it doesn't feel like such an issue. But now if you leverage well, it's a really big issue for us and for me. And we're at a breaking point. If we don't do something about this, that might be different than you need to go work on you. Mm -hmm. And I'm also thinking if you, because even we have questions about the, like, 
all the things we started with, these are all the reasons why your partner might not want to go. And then I get curious as to why do you want your partner to go? So Rebecca, similar to what you're saying, if you can meet your partner's resistance with curiosity instead of defensiveness of like, with all due respect, rather than asking us, ask your partner, why Mm -hmm. don't you want to go to therapy? What are Mm -hmm. your concerns? What are your fears? What do you think is going to happen? Because maybe our entire answers on this podcast are off the mark. Mm -hmm. Could totally be. And another thing I'm thinking is to get clear with yourself about if it's a request or if Mm -hmm. it's a demand. Mm -hmm. So requests are, I would like this, but I'm going to be able to tolerate my disappointment if you say no. Demands are, this is what I really... did when I brought my husband to therapy. It was like, we're at a breaking point. Oh, well, yeah. And we either do this or mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. Th- this is where we need mm-hmm. to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and for some couples doing weekly or ongoing therapy actually is not the best fit. My husband and I started going to therapy, not actually in a therapist's office. We went to Terry Reels boot camp. Um, that's the same boot camp that we the three host. of us host now. Mm-hmm. But my first one was with him and I did drag him mm-hmm. to, to this, this thing. And, and it was two days. So it was a two day commitment instead of an every week commitment. Good and point. it was super transformative for our marriage. Mm-hmm. And he said, Oh, the next time uh, the year came around, he, right. he was actually the one who said, Hey, we're going to that thing again this year. Right. Cause it was so Cause helpful. It was transformative. Yeah. yeah. Cause it was so transformative. Yeah. So, and we went again and we went again, <laughs> we've mm-hmm. been, we've been many times. Um, so this is like, I just want to uh, highlight something that you guys are saying of like, what kind of therapy, it yeah. could be a lot of different kinds. Mm-hmm. So you could do it in like a workshoppy way, or there are a lot yeah. of therapists, Vicki and Rebecca, I know you guys both do this and I do too, where we do intensive therapy mm-hmm. yeah. where it's 10 or 20 hours in a really short period of time, or, um, you can do, um, the regular weekly kind mm-hmm. for sure. And I, I think maybe broadening how we're looking at what therapy could be for you could create invitation, right? And then I think you got to get clear with yourself. Is it a demand? And if so, Mm -hmm. how are you presenting that information? Are you doing it with consideration, with kindness, with clarity? And the other piece that was sticking out for me when I heard this question was, are you behaving congruently with your feelings. So if you're really Mm -hmm. unhappy in your relationship, are you acting happy? Because that would send the message then that, what do you mean? We're not okay. Mm -hmm. It sends a message. It seems, Mm -hmm. it seems like we're fine. You know, like I don't, Mm -hmm. this, this, this isn't really, I'm not digesting it. It's not getting through. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be that people go to therapy when there's something wrong. At this mm-hmm. point, my husband and I go to workshops and intensives and things like that because we want to make our relationship better or deeper. It's not actually because something's wrong. Mm-hmm. So sometimes we might go and the ask is not about, oh, look, we got to do this. It's more like, I'd love for us to explore this aspect <laughs> of our relationship. Would you come do this workshop with me and see if we can like make things even cooler? 
my husband and I keep going. Like we we started going many, many years ago and mm-hmm. we keep going because it's this it's this really special place for us now. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's not something we go to very often. Like we go maybe once every two months or something like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe it sometimes even spreads out or it gets a little closer or whatever. But it's it's just it's a it's a really comfortable place where like we could really just deepen how we see each other and know each other. You make it sound so beautiful and inviting. Because it's gotten that way. Right. It wasn't always that way. Right. It's super awkward yeah. at first, guys. Yeah. It really yeah. is. It's, it's weird. It's mm-hmm. awkward. It's weird. It's also uncomfortable and confronting. And like, you know, you have to reckon with parts of yourself. Right. And once you do, like we've cleared out a lot of a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I keep thinking about? This is gonna mm. sound ridiculous, but I've been watching some YouTube videos lately, and there's this commercial that keeps coming up. That's like, it's one of those, like, you know, YouTube block, you know, get in your way commercials. And it's something like, do you know that the average person carries around five years of poop in their (laughs) (laughs) I'm thinking about that during this, this episode, because I'm like, we carry around so So much much. crap. Totally. So we need what to a good analogy. Stuff out. <laughs> we need to clear that stuff out. That is so. Oh, that's such true. a good analogy. That's so true. And, and you once know, it's cleared out. It gets to a really beautiful like <laughs> place. Totally. And the, the you know the Gottmans actually I think did a little <laughs> bit of research on this. <laughs> did you know most people go to couples therapy about six years after they should have? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you're thinking. It might be time for you to go. <laughs> Don't wait six years. Don't wait six years. <laughs> probably past time. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably already past time if you're right. even having the thought. And so what are you going to do? And my thought is, well, especially if it's couples therapy, if you think your partner needs to go to therapy, that's like a different individual. thing. Mm-hmm. Like individual therapy. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, you can talk to them about what you're seeing that makes you think that, but them going to individual therapy is going to be their journey. I think also for individual therapy, a lot of people arrive there when they've hit a bottom. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It might be a temporary bottom. It might be a bigger bottom. Um, But we arrive there or we return there when we we really need that kind of support. And so maybe they just haven't hit that place yet. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But if it's couples therapy, you know, get clear with yourself. Is this a request or is it a demand? Mm-hmm. And start talking about it and make sure your behavior is congruent with yeah, how you're actually feeling. Mm-hmm. And yeah. do, do a check and see if you're trying to control something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But don't act happy if you're not. Mm-mm. That's yeah. what Jules and, means by congruency. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that wraps up today's episode. Mm-hmm. Yep. Be well, guys. Bye bye. That wraps up season one of the Why Does My Partner podcast. We'll be working behind the scenes on season two and enjoying some time off with our loves. Expect season two in mid-September 2021. In the meantime, do continue sending us your questions for future episodes. We have two new bootcamp offerings on the schedule, one in November of 2021 and one in February of 2022. Find more information and register to join us at whydoesmypartner.com. And while you're there, 
Join our mailing list to be in the know when season two drops and all things Why Does My Partner. That wraps up. See, yeah, just breathe for a minute. <laughs> You're fun. <laughs> Love you so much. Have, have a, a great, great summer. summer. <laughs> you have tried to get. It sounds so corny. It does. We want to tell you more about our sponsor, Therapy Wisdom. Jules is one of their amazing educators, and you can also find teachers like Janina Fisher, Bessel van der Kolk, Deidre Fay, and Akila Riley-Richardson, plus a bunch of people you might not have heard of, but will definitely want to start following once you take their courses. And because you listen to us, the Therapy Wisdom team is offering a secret code to give you free access to one of my one-hour wise conversations. Use the code WDMP at checkout. If you're a licensed therapist, coach, healer, or someone who's invested in doing the deep work of personal healing and want to learn about topics like neurobiology, supporting trauma healing, incorporating intersectionality and somatic work, then this is the place for you. Discover some of the most heart-led and quality courses available in a community of people who are invested in spiritual growth, equity, inclusion, and developing expert-level clinical skill. Visit therapywisdom.com or click the link in the show notes and use the WDMP discount code. Thanks, Therapy Wisdom. We love you.